What? Uh, where for Will? For, for the for the party? Yeah, for the do, is it? I, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Are you high yet? After this. Is the racism over? With our new initiative, we believe racism will be done by 2024. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You listen to the TV Zone podcast coverage of Atlanta. I'm your host, Jay. And joining me, as always, is the one, the only moneymaker, Chris. Chris, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good here tonight. Doing good, my friend. All right, yeah. So here we are, uh, episode six, titled "White Fashion." <laughs> um, uh, at first, I thought that title was kind of interesting, but uh, mm-hmm. as we get through this episode, kind of, I think, I think we understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, why it's called that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, right off the bat, of course, uh, just your initial thoughts about this episode. It seems to kind of continue with the theme for this season where they're doing a lot of things involving, like, race. That seems like they're one of the heavy, like, tones of a bunch of these episodes this season. So we definitely kind of continued with that that pace. But, yeah, it was... It was it was another interesting episode. Like I say, once again, glad to have our regular cast and everything. Not one of these, like, off episodes that we've been doing, but <laughs> but it, it it was like I said, just continuing with that that heavy race theme that's been kind of one of the major factors going on this season. Yeah, no, very, very much. Um, I mean, we're gonna get into it as we go through this episode, but yes, there's a there's a lot dealing with race. Um, mm-hmm, absolutely, and also how. I guess black celebrities have to navigate through that. Yeah, that yeah yeah that's that's fair that's fair too. Okay, so um, I mean, getting into the episode, so it starts off with these fashion designers talking, and I'm like, oh, here we go, this is another offshoot episode. <laughs> that's that's the first thing I thought too. I said, oh, here we here we go again. Right. So it um. I mean, like I say, they're just talking and everything like that, and um, I'm like, okay, we'll just some Gucci or something with them talking and they got the guy in the suit and everything, and mm-hmm. like, oh, your son, I give him, you know, something sent to him, and this, that, and the third, and we get that little scene where he gets his uh, jersey, and it, it, I mean, it looked nice. It was a nice looking jersey. It was. Me. It was look nice. It did look good. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, okay, this is this is gonna be another offshoot episode, but it. Quickly, it goes away from all of that, and we understand, okay, the connection of these fashion designers to our main cast, where we see Earn and Paperboy, they're actually meeting with the uh, fashion designers, and I guess the whole thing is, you know, Paperboy, now that he's over in Europe and everything, he's become like a a big name over there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and... I mean, cause we kind of talked about it, like how there's, you know, some stars who leave from the States and they go mm-hmm. overseas and they become even bigger overseas mm-hmm. than what they were here in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it still happens. Oh, it is still happening. And that's definitely 
what's happening with Paperboy, you're seeing like, oh man, you got a whole other, you know, whole set of different stardom over there that he had in Atlanta. Oh, well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, well, he, look, we we have uh, long left behind him, play, you know, uh, doing venues in these uh, strip clubs and, mm. and 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 the club owners not wanting to pay him and all that type of stuff. Mm. Definitely <laughs> moving on up in the world. <laughs> we, we've come a long way from that. Long way from that, definitely. So, I thought it was funny how this scene kind of plays out because, you know, as the designers, they, you know, trying to talk business with him, people, he just bursts out. Yeah, I'm, you know, can I get some real food? You know, I'm, I'm hungry. You know, <laughs> like what? And so he start ordering a whole bunch of stuff, and Ern he just sitting there like, "What the hell is this?" And, hey, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, pretty much. And Darius, which I didn't even realize he was even there until I didn't even. Of, when he popped up, I'm like, "Whoa, where did he come from?" I just thought it was just Ern and Paperboy. Yeah, it was like Darius. Like, and then he turns around and you know, like, oh, he is there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but noticeably, who's missing from the group is socks. So yeah, no, <laughs> no, no socks. No. Yeah. So, so you know, maybe he's somewhere be doing something villainy or, or yeah. something. You know, mm-hmm. plotting something else. Yeah. Um. So basically, the whole thing is about you know, Paperboy. You know, kind of getting mixed in with, you know, fashion and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of had a little meeting and they they end up leaving. But Darius is still pretty much in the little lobby area where they were. And he meets uh, Sharon, who's mm-hmm. I forgot exactly what she said her title was, but mm-hmm. she I know she works there and everything. And, and this whole thing. Hospitality or something like that? Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he kind of links up with her and you're thinking, okay, it's not that big of a deal um, regarding them at first, at least, mm-hmm. uh, because she heard something about uh, his, the whole thing about, I, th- I forgot exactly what it was called, but I know it's, it's a Nigerian dish of what he was talking about. Yeah. It's not a rice dish. I've actually tried that before. It's actually really, really good. I had it on mm-hmm. um, one of my coworkers brought it to work one time and it's actually good. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's how him and this woman Sharon kind of get hooked up. But like I say, we at first we think, oh, it's not going to be that much of a big deal, mm-hmm. um, and everything. So mm-hmm. it it kind of goes back to where um, Paperboy is getting fitted for some clothes, and it's kind of funny that Ern is the one who kind of brings up the Paperboy. Like, you don't think that you know you getting mixed up with this is not a good look for you for your brand or or even about he brings up about what the streets gonna think and people kind of laugh it off like ah the streets I'm like, I'm like man <laughs> like, oh, no, like, whatever what the streets thinking <laughs> like man, I'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to get on I'm trying to up my uh, you know my wardrobe and Absolutely. if I can get some free stuff along the way that's good mm-hmm. and everything and it, but it's funny how he thinks initially because later in the episode boy mm. <laughs> he, he ends up. Pretty much in a blender, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, just like so far with the episode and them kind of talking about how this whole thing about how entertainers are fashion and just like the celebrity stats. Like, how do you how do you feel about how that's kind of being conveyed right now in the story? I find it 
interesting, like how they're portraying it and everything. And you see how Ernst was coming from one perspective and paperboard, just like, hey, this is the way I can, you know, get on and, you know, hey, get some free clothes out of the mix. I said, hey, why not? Why not take full advantage of it? So I can see it from both perspectives. I can see where Ern was coming from with it, and I can see where Paperboy was coming from it too. So I kind of see, I kind of see it from both sides, so to speak. Okay. Because I, I thought it was interesting, like how they, how they bring up about well, Paperboy at least he brings up. He's like, man, you know, about how these people, you know, this whole they kind of go into the old Baptist church thing, and oh yeah, and and he brings up about Martin Luther King. And it's like, well, you remember what they, you remember what happened to him? They killed him. They killed him. Yeah, yeah. yes yes which i mean well i mean we kind of see that a lot especially with i mean not to get too too political and everything but we see how some of these politicians some mm-hmm. of the some of the bad ones mm-hmm. uh i.e republicans <laughs> um yeah. how they will say all this nonsense against you know True progress and diversity and all this, mm-hmm. but when it comes around Martin Luther King Day, oh, they be using his quotes like it ain't nothing. It's like really? exactly like no, Mm-mm. come on now. We know what you said earlier. Now all of a sudden you want to be quoting Dr. King? No, yeah, stop yeah. that. <laughs> and that's always they go to, and it's like, yeah, yeah, always they use it. It's like it's like a crutch for them. That's like they go to. Hey, you know we gonna quote Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, it's like really so that so that just negates all the nonsense that y'all been saying. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna quote uh, Dr. King and all and all is all is good. All is all is well because I'm quoting Dr. King. Yeah. I had a dream. <laughs> and cause like a lot of people always bring up well, I mean one last thing about that is that mm-hmm. people always bring up, they try to act as if, oh, he just died. No, he was assassinated. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is so misconstrued when it comes to that. So misconstrued. So um so yeah, the whole thing where Earn is basically like you 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 don't think that you like a sellout or feeling like mm-hmm. you're Uncle Tom or something like that. And mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the clothes that he has on, or at least the shirt that he has on, it has fake across it. Mm. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they they went that route, like as portraying like, okay, is is what he wearing is that fake or is he now becoming fake? Mm. That's an interesting perspective. Which, which way are you going to take it? Mm. Yeah, see, and, and like I said, I, I'm not sure, like, okay, yeah, you can't what they're trying to way. say. You, you can say that one either way. Either way. Yeah, you, you really can. Or is it both? Or, yeah, that's true. It could, be, it, could be, it could very well be both. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. Very true. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of thought that was an interesting uh motif that they was going it was absolutely oh absolutely absolutely so um so while this is going on darius and uh this woman sharon mm-hmm. he ends up taking her to this uh nigerian restaurant mm-hmm. uh, a true nigerian restaurant and you know they they watching this movie which is a nigerian movie um and everything and then i thought it was kind of funny that the name of the movie is called sharon stone <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, wait a minute. What? Uh, and everything. And she, you know, she gets all um into this whole thing about, you know, the culture and everything like that. And at first you're thinking, okay, she's, you know, she's cool. She just want to learn more about it mm-hmm. and everything. Because 
the fact that they always bring up about the fact that Darius is Nigerian and 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 when the um when the uh owner of the shop um when she comes over and at first she kind of like she's looking at both of them as if okay they're just tourists or like I'll be back and I'll give you a minute but I'll be back to explain the menu to you and then when he kind of starts like oh I already know what I want he kind of goes into detail about certain things Mm -hmm. and then she realized like oh you actually are a part of the culture but you kind of threw me off because of how your hair is and how you present yourself mm-hmm. and i thought that was kind of interesting um regarding him too because this season they have been kind of playing more up about darius's you know his heritage and like where he's from mm-hmm. i've noticed that too i've caught on to that as well which is interesting where when they were back in atlanta that wasn't such a big deal, but now that they're over in Europe, mm-hmm. that has become more of a plot point almost. Mm-hmm. It has. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's like I said, it's, it's subtle things that this show has been doing this season that mm-hmm. really kind of go, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. That really make you think. Little subtle hints that they've been dropping out the course of the season. Yeah. So. We go back to Paperboy, who's now being linked up with these um, black influencers, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he, he he's about to you know be on a panel with them, mm-hmm. I guess because they're supposed to end racism or some some nonsense that they yeah, talking they about. Yeah, about twenty twenty four, twenty twenty three. racism will be over with. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. So. So they, uh, you know, they sitting up there on the panel and everything, and the re- the first person that gets up to ask questions is this reporter, and she asked Paperboy. She was like, "Um, do you think racism will be over after this uh, campaign?" And of course, Paperboy, true fashion, he's like, "Hell no!" You know, yeah. they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he starts he start rattling off to the dude uh, that he's like, I guess, want to say the coolest with uh, Khalil. He kind of like. Cut so I was like, what he's trying to say, mm-hmm. and then he kind of, you know, I want to say, well, how do I want to word this? He basically like softens it up, kind of cleans it up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, know. yeah, he yeah he cleans it up, and that's what he says that about you know with this initiative, racism be ended by twenty twenty four, and everybody clapping, people are looking like, what the hell? Like, like, exactly. like I was doing the same thing. Like, really? <laughs> this like, is news to me. <laughs> Like, wait a minute. So, um, yeah, so I, like I say, because I mean, this episode it does kind of jump around with our main characters, it which does, which I didn't have a problem with because it's like everybody has their own story within this episode, mm-hmm. which is which, which I like. It's very yeah. cool. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing, they, yeah, they can all come together and have stuff, but they all kind of got their own little separate little stories going on within the show. So, okay, so what. One thing, the first okay, so the further we get away from the big payback episode, which was the whole reparations episode, mm-hmm. I'm really starting to, I'm really believing that that was a that was real. That wasn't a dream episode. That that is a that is really what's happening in their universe. I'm really believing that at this point. Yeah, I can. You know what? You're you're not wrong by thinking that. I can I can definitely 
I can definitely see that. That the way the way the tone is going on the show right now, I can definitely see that being real, not just just, just a dream. That's like reality. Because I mean, like I say the whole thing of okay, this the fact that you have these black people on this panel talking about ending racism by 2024. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I mean later on when we talk about Ern and Van at their hotel and just how that mm-hmm. plays out. It, it, it's mm-hmm. like a reverse thing of what would happen if the white woman was actually black and the people that were being harassed were actually white. That it felt like mm-hmm. there was a reverse of that. And that yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, it's it's little things like that. Yeah, it's little things that they're throwing out there to us. Yeah, but that's making me feel like no, that's that's what happened in the big payback episode is actively going on mm-hmm. in, in their world. Yeah, yeah, you're you're on to something. Where you are not wrong for thinking that whatsoever. I can definitely see where you're coming from with that. I can I can, I can see that. So, um, so we go back to Paperboy. He's now he's in this room with with all these uh influ with black influencers and well black adjacent influencer because. Yeah. <laughs> The one dude, I forgot what his name was, but basically they trying to, well, Paperboy trying to figure out, are you black? And everybody's, they kind of get a look like, well, we, we know he ain't black, but he's for the culture, basically. He's which, for the culture, right, right. Which, when you think about it, like in real life, how, how many people are like that? I mean, you got, I mean, one, one person that kind of comes to mind, like, like a Sean King and and yeah, even okay. even Michael Rappaport to some degree, people like yeah, that, you know, okay. yeah. you know, they they quote unquote seem to want to be for the culture, but they have the issues too, to where it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, like, yeah. like they definitely got a borderline with some stuff, stuff yeah, absolutely. It's like. Where do you get from being a an ally to the point of you're kind of just appropriating off of the coach? It's like it's kinda, right. It's like right. a fine line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with Rappaport, he definitely, he definitely crosses the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it'd be like I don't know about you, uh, old Rappaport. I'm not too sure. And Sean King, he yeah, I'm definitely... not too sure about you. Yeah, some of the stuff you scratch your head. Something like, hmm, okay. <laughs> So while they're basically talking about, you know, what they can, because basically what this meeting is supposed to be about is what they can do to kind of help, you know, about black people and stuff like this. But then when they start talking, it's like, man, y'all just trying to help yourselves and people boys kind of picking up yeah. on that. Right. So, but the, but the crazy thing is, is that he actually does want to do something for the black community. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them is basically what they're what they can kind of do for themselves. Like, oh, I want this for me. I want that for me. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, the Black Panther two ticket. You know that that whole thing comes up, and it's like and then once again, that's what another brother thing too. You talk about this Black Panther two. Yeah, it's like okay. So people, he gets frustrated, but he he actually comes up with a great idea um, mm-hmm. and everything. But we'll talk about that when we come back to them because we cut away to where Ern he ends up at this hotel because something about his phone being lost. 
mm-hmm. and everything. And he's talking to the clerk uh, at the front desk. But then you just see Van, she just comes strolling in and, and mm-hmm. just oblivious to everything. And she just go walks and sit down and Ern, he looks. And so he follows her into the to the lobby area. And he's like, hey. She looks up like, hey. And of course, again, he asked that age-old question. That's the running mm-hmm. thing with her. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Right. And she, she just like brushes it off. Like, mm-hmm. you know. It's very nonchalant. Like. And, and, but, I, but I do like they kept the continuity of where he asked. It's like, I haven't spoke to you in over a week. And you hit mm-hmm. me with the thumbs up emoji. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell is that? Yeah, yeah. He's held her accountable for that. Like, like what, what's going on here? That's, that's all I'm gonna get from you. I ain't heard from you in weeks. Like, what's going on? And then the the the, the nonsense excuse that she gives is like, you know, I wasn't, you know, that you're always busy, and you know, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, so, really? so my question is, Chris. Yes. So why is she there? Right. What is she doing there? What is why? her purpose of being there? What's like? What's what's going on? Like why? Why did she leave Atlanta to come there? Exactly. Exactly. Why? What's her agenda? And why did she leave their daughter to come there? Right. Because. So many questions. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a lot of questions. Like I say, hopefully by the end of this season, we have that Van Solo episode to kind of fill in some of these We pieces. need that. We definitely need that to fill in some of the blanks because this is just, this is just, this is crazy. I mean, it's, yeah, there's there's so, there's so much more to that. There's definitely more that's going on with her. We need, we need that episode to kind of explain and break down what's going on with her because she's not right. She's definitely not right. So while they're talking and everything, so this 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 white woman comes in there because she because she brings up about the fact that she had you know she bought this uh, wig and and then she talk about uh, she want to get these uh, male male suits because like Grace Jones was having male suits from back in the day and that's what she want I'm like what the hell you need a damn Grace mm-hmm. Jones suit for her, but whatever oh right right <laughs> so so this white woman comes in say. I I know you stole it. I saw you. You stole it and everything. And they looking like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So Ern jumps to her def- up jumps to Van Defense and it's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about and everything. And she's like, Look, I just bought this from Christine's down the street. I don't know what you're talking about. So the white lady start making this big fuss talking about something. She's making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> and- <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and then she go, she go hold, uh, she go hold Van there till the police come and all this. So it's like, wait a minute, get your hands off of me and everything. So, mm-hmm. so the uh, the clerk he comes over, and he's like, what is the problem here? It's like this woman is accusing my fiance of still saying we don't know. It's like we just bought this from down the street. I don't know what this woman is talking about. She's crazy. So. The ladies start getting all loud and belligerent. And so they he's like basically, uh, ma'am, are you staying in this hotel? If you're not, you are, you're gonna have to leave. So she's looking all crazy, so she ends up getting kicked out of the hotel. And Ern basically uses this to his advantage because he starts going, it's like, look, we've been, look, we've just been harassed. Look, y'all lost my phone. 
you know, can't find my my information in the uh, computer and everything. Mm-hmm. My fiance doesn't even like Europe. I'm trying to convince her to stay. Like, so the man, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You know, we'll get you a complimentary room. And da, da, da. He's like, I can pay for the room. Say, like, well, the first night can be free. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to milk this for all weekend. <laughs> because my thing is, okay, was they really even staying at this hotel to begin with? That's what that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, is this the actual hotel they were staying at? I, I, I didn't think so. Yeah, it, it, I'm like, okay, yeah, was this the same, was this even the same hotel from the first, well, from the second episode? Not sure. I, I, that's, that's a good question. I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure. That's a good question. So, yeah, but but at the same time, he basically finesses himself, you know, well, them, I should say, into getting a room in this hotel. Mm-hmm. So, we go back to Paperboy with these influences. And he basically breaks it down about, you know, the reinvesting your hood campaign that he idea that he has. And what he says is actually pretty good about, you know, reinvesting in your neighborhood, getting, you know, mm-hmm. young people involved about the the importance of investing in your community. Because that's what other communities do. do right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. At first, they seemed like, oh, they're not really listening to everything. But then they was like, oh, this is a good idea. And then, of course, they try to flip it into their way of doing it. But at the same time, they like the idea of what Paperboy has um, and everything. And then after that, he basically goes and do like a, I guess he got on uh, IG Live or something about mm-hmm. the reinvest in your hood campaign. Like, reinvest in your hood. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so... It's funny how, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, how he was talking about, like, you know, he don't care about the streets and what they do, but at this point, he is caring about the streets. He is caring. He, he, he kind of flipped the script. He is caring about the streets. Yes. So, so after that, so we kind of go away from that, and we go back to Darius, um, who, because when we left him with Sharon, she was like, oh, you know, um, my husband, you know, he he's, you know, got deals and stuff like this. And this would be like a really good opportunity to help uh, expand, you know, and bring more awareness to uh, this basic kind of mom and pop shop type of business. So that's what Sharon was talking about regarding the place. So next time we see Darius, he's actually, you know, going back to the Nigerian spot and he goes to it goes to open the door is locked he looks inside it's all closed up and he's like what the hell so you hear hey darius hey darius he turns around is sharing in a damn um food truck and she she's basically well no not basically she did she bought the damn place from the lady and they're gone and now she's outside the in the spot where this place was, and now she's selling her own version of these Nigerian dishes. And Darius is looking like, "What the hell? Like, w- what is this?" That's a look that's on his face. He's not saying yeah, it. Yeah, like, that's like that, it, it was all over his face. Yeah, so she's trying to say, you know, like, oh, you know, about expanding the business and, you know, this was a good opportunity. But his question is like, well, well where's Mimi? Like, where did she go? It's like, oh, I don't know where she went. We didn't uh, exchange information, you know. And it's like, you just basically appropriated a black business. That's what you just did. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And she goes back inside the food truck. He gets up because she gave him some of the, well, her version of the food, which is mm-hmm. nothing like the original dishes at all. He right. gets up, takes it, throws it in the trash, and walks off, which I don't blame him. I don't blame him. No. I don't blame him one bit. But it's like, what the hell? It's like this. What this lady? At first, you thought, okay, she was just interested in maybe trying to help. But no, she wasn't trying to help them. She was really trying to help herself. Now for herself, yeah. I didn't. She, she didn't come off as that that type of person that would do something like that. Like it just seemed like she just wanted to kind of, you know, she was interested in the culture, wanted to learn more about it, educate herself. But no, she had bigger plans to end up taking over the business and doing her own little thing with it, and just put that other lady out of business. Yeah. And and the look on the look on Darius' face, you know, really said. Uh, like I said, he did a lot of acting with his face in that scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said so much with his his just expressions. Cause you, I mean, you could just see the, like the hurt and the disappointment oh, yeah. that was on his face, mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's the come to think, that's the last time we actually see him in the episode when he, when he walk yeah. off. Yeah, that was it. That was last for him. Yeah. So. We go back to Paperboy and his thing, and this okay. I, I know that this is almost like a riff off of a Calvin Klein, Tommy Hill figure, old like '90s commercial. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm looking like, what the hell is this nonsense? Because basically, like like what Paperboy ends up saying, they took his idea. And they all live mattered it because mm-hmm. it's it's not a black commercial. It's an, it's an everyone because everyone has a hood. So you got young people, you got black people, you got white people, you got all different, you know, all barometers are covered basically. And mm-hmm. And the whole thing about investing your hood, and then they got where he they got his IG uh thing like over it about investing your hood, and he is pissed. Which time pissed? I don't like I don't blame him. I don't. They they totally missed the boat. What it was supposed to be about? Which it, unfortunately it happens all the time. Oh yeah, that's 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 very common. That's that's nothing unusual. And so you know he he's like. He's like, what the hell is this? And, you know, he's fussing and cussing, of course. And everybody's like congratulating him for like a successful thing. And it's like, no, this ain't it. Like, y'all all live mattered my campaign. It's supposed to have been for black people. It's basically what he's people, getting across. Yeah. So Khalil ends up, you know, rushing him out the room. And he's going off on Khalil. And Khalil kind of lets him know, like, look, I do you really think that they were going to do what you, what your vision was? Do you really think they were gonna do that? You know, because no, they're not. Why would they want? Basically, why would they want black people to stop buying their brands to invest in themselves mm-hmm. and everything? Which is a true thing because mm-hmm. I mean, you remember back in the day with Tommy Hill figure, everybody didn't know that Tommy Hill figure was white at first. And mm-hmm. even when they first saw him, it was still like, oh, it's cool. But even when Tommy Hilfiger himself came out and said, yeah, I didn't make my clothes for black people. They just mm-hmm. became my biggest customers and everything. Mm-hmm. But these clothes were not meant for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
after that, black people kind of like, well, the hell with you, Tommy figure, Screw you. And then, you know, that eventually kind of phased away from the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, that was a huge thing. Like, yo, oh, oh, you got Tommy Hill figure. Oh, Everybody, yeah. Tommy Hill figure. Tommy Hill figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, absolutely. Huge. Huge yeah. time during that time period. It, it, it was just crazy. But yeah, it it's, is, like, man. it's like, yeah, he. it was only because, oh, he was making money off of black people. It was okay, but he wasn't too happy that black people were his biggest. Biggest, you know, biggest customers. Yeah, he wasn't too happy about that. You could tell it Mm-mm. until until he until we weren't no more, and then you know you stop hearing about Tommy Hilfiger like that. And I mean, even now, when you think about it, like when people be talking about Versace and Gucci and all this type of stuff, I don't mm-hmm. believe, even though because I, I watched the House of Gucci movie and that movie is insane, but Uh-oh. um. Right now, because it was was what's sad about it is that even though it's still called Gucci, there is no one from that family of relation to that family that's involved with the company anymore. Oh, at really? all. yeah, at all. But uh, but there's reasons for that. Um, <laughs> but um, but I don't believe that anybody with Versace or Gucci or Louis Vuitton or anything like that that they pretty much when they was making their stuff like oh yeah I want black people to be our biggest customers I don't think so no. I don't I don't think so no. and yeah it's just kind of crazy like so with Khalil saying that to Paperboy about like do you really think that these they don't want us to be their biggest customers but they're not mad that they're that they're getting our dollars because mm-hmm. it stops us from mm-hmm. that is building so our own yeah. Right. Okay. The big biggest one, and, and I think you remember this too. You remember when LL Cool J did that Gap commercial, but he actually is it's a Gap commercial. To, well, it's a Fubu commercial disguised as a Gap commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And and that is a perfect example of where he used Gap to promote Fubu. And it took mm-hmm. them like a few weeks to realize, like, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Not, what, what is he doing here? <laughs> this isn't this isn't a gap commercial. This is actually a FUBU commercial. And FUBU mm-hmm. for us by us, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one of the things. And then they pull that ad. I mean, I yeah, think you, you can still find it on YouTube. Oh, good. You can, um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they pull that ad after I think it was like three or four weeks. So yeah. That, that, that's like a perfect example of what this whole thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, and like spot on. Yeah. So uh, Khalil basically tells Paperboy, like, look, you if you want, if you really want to make progress of what you're trying to do, then you need to start your own charity because otherwise this is what's going to happen. Now, I know how to maneuver in the waters because I've been doing this for a long time now so I know how to get money when it's necessary but if you don't have your own thing you're never going to get anywhere with whatever agenda that you're trying to push and to be honest Khalil's not wrong no he was dropping some dollars on it man he definitely was because basically what it is Khalil plays the game 
he does enough to not rock the boat, but at the same time, he gets whatever little projects that he what he can get done, he can get those done. But he doesn't he does it in a way where, you know, I'm cool with with them and everything. He does it in that way. Mm-hmm. So is it is it necessarily the right way to do it? No, but he does enough to kind of you know fly under the radar where he doesn't rock the boat. Mm-hmm. He knows how to play the game, basically. Pretty much, pretty pretty much. So, and I, I thought it was funny too. With like, even though people were so pissed and everything, he brings up like, you know, you know, I got the tickets to the Black Panther two premiere. You know, Whoopi Goldberg and Lorenz Tate is in this one. Lorenz Tate, <laughs> and people <laughs> was like, like Lorenz Tate. He thinks about it for a second, like, man, no. Nah. <laughs> Give me there for a second. I said, I said, Red Station. I don't know if I should go there. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, I'm still mad. Basically, I'm, I'm going to just roll out. <laughs> so, so we get to, we go back to Earn and Van, and they're in this hotel room. And, you know, Van is, like I said, she, she's almost like she's just floating around. She's really not, she's just floating. Really, that's what it seems like. And, her and Ern, they start talking and everything and then he's like, wait a minute. Yo, okay, I thought y'all not together, but but y'all still act like y'all together. It's, it's, they got a weird-ass relationship. They but, right. <laughs> but while they talking and everything, they start getting all close and, and everything like that and even in the midst of, you know, Van and Ern, you know, getting all close up on each other and possibly working on Lottie, little brother or sister. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Um, Ern is still th- he he actually brings it up. He says, "Did you did you steal that wig?" And she never answers him, mm-hmm. which basically like yes, yes, she yes, stole. Yes, I, I, I did steal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she stole that wig. Oh, um, yeah. so you know they start kissing and everything. And then it fades to black. And then it's the next morning. And because I was talking to Jeff about this um, earlier um, and everything, I was like, why this scene reminds me of the scene from Boomerang when Eddie Murphy wakes up after Robin Givens, you know, basically did him how he did so many other women, just basically left him, you know, there, you know, by himself. And that's what this scene kind of reminded me of because Ern, he wakes up, he looks around, he looks like he hurt. And I was like, well, Van probably she probably had him in a blender all night. (laughs) But but he wakes up because his alarm going off and he just looks around and he just looking confused, like, who the fuck? We're like, where'd she go? Like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And that's how the episode is. Um That's crazy. The saga continues with Van. It's like I like I said, I, I really hope they give us something with her. Like to to, to like you say to fill in these blanks. Yeah, we, we we have to. They can't just leave us hanging with this. There's so many unanswered questions with her whole situation. So they they, they gotta give us something. They got to. Yeah. Um I mean I definitely want some answers with that. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. one thing I did like about this episode, um, before we wrap this up, is that mm-hmm. 
they hit us with some a lot of social commentary. Not a little bit, but a lot of social commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like I say, you really have to kind of pay attention to it and kind of see it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like I say, and after you watch the episode, if you start paying attention to certain things that's going on in the real world, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of validity to, you know, what's kind of being conveyed with this episode. Like how, oh, how it, it plays in the real world. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So um yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um I mean I, I enjoyed it. Uh I even enjoyed I it a, did too. a lot more watching it the uh second time around. See, I like a lot of these episodes, sometimes you might have to go back and watch them again in case you like miss certain things. They they, they be throwing a lot at you, so we might not catch everything the first time around. So sometimes going back watching it again, you might pick up on some stuff you may have missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean at least we had all four in this episode. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. all our major characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All our yeah. major characters. And it's always it's always good to see Zazie beats. Um, but then, because oh, yeah. like like I was I was talking uh, earlier too about about her. Um, and okay, I, I don't know if you noticed or not. Well, I mean, she actually is black German in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is when she came out. I forgot it, it was an interview or something. She came out and she said that she does not bathe every day. Really? Yeah, and it's like you didn't have to tell us that. No, <laughs> like, no. because even though she is a a beautiful woman, she's very attractive. But oh, it's like, absolutely! It's like once I knew that, I'm like, so that's how you move. I'm like, exactly, exactly. You just you know you you just think of her in a totally different mindset after that. Like, come on now. Cause I mean, even in that scene, like when she trying to be romantic with Ern, I'm sitting there in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, did she bathe that day? <laughs> like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Are you fresh? Are you clean? You have a shower. I'm like, you come some on, deodorant, like, some lotion. Like, come on, like, come on, like, I don't get that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There, 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 there's no excuse for that. You got. I, I don't know how people do that. I gotta take me a shower, wash up. <laughs> Soap, water, lotion. <laughs> I try to spell as good as I, I, I can't understand these people to be saying they don't bathe on a regular basis. I just, but, I, I just don't feel right. I, I can't do that. That's that's almost like, but no. But then I started thinking. I was like, you see, I said, you know what that is? That's that German side. That's that. Ger- yeah. That's that German side. Yeah, that's the German that's what that side. That's what that is. And and, and no offense to anybody who's listening that might be no, from, no, from no, Germany no, no, or no. Germany thing, but 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 yeah, I'm like because one thing I've been noticing here here lately too is that with a lot of these celebrities, a lot of them have been saying that like they don't be. Yeah. It's like what? Like wait a minute. Like, come on now. I, 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 how, like, how? I, 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 I can't do that, man. I, I can't not be just not bathing, not being clean. I, 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 no. I, like I said, I like my, my body wash, my cologne. I like, I like to smell good, be as clean. I, I can't be doing that. I can't, I, ain't no excuse for no funk now. I, I can't do that, man. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, bro. It's like, 
It's like it's, I mean, and and you can attest to this. It's, it's like so many so many wrestling fans. We go to some of these events and yeah. like somebody like ugh, like what the hell yeah, is that? Little, 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 little musty, man. Hey, hey. Because I mean, I, soap and water is your friend. Well, it's, it's some of them. It's like this a big enemy. But because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I know. I can't be doing that, man. No. Like I said, that's that's like the that's the biggest turnoff to me with her. And it's like, like, oh, like once I know that about her now, it's like I I just always quit. I just it's always in the back of my head now. It's like I know, and that that, 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 we both go to wrestling events and everything, and like, yeah. yeah. So some of these, some of these fans, they do yeah. be smelling ripe as hell, and it's like, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's not cool. Like I said, there's no excuse for no funk. I'm sorry, I, I don't play that game, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, gotta yeah, be, you gotta be clean. You literally, you literally get up and say, yeah, I'm gonna go to the event. You gonna bathe? Nah, I'm good. That's that's that, and that's the thing. It's one thing if you in your own place. It's, that's bad enough. You in your own place with your own fuck. But you gonna be out around other people and gonna be musty and stuff. No, like why? <laughs> man, I I, ju- I just don't get it. I don't I, get it, man. I I, 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 I don't I can't, I can't do it, man. Yeah, no, not 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 cool, man. I, 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 I can't do that, man. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. But, I don't um, get it. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it, it sucks that we had to end on end on that note. <laughs> end on that note. <laughs> that could be a show in itself, right there. <laughs> it could. Be. Well, I mean, look, we could do that on on a, on another show. Actually, just have it a whole could, episode. Absolutely, that, 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 that could be a whole episode right there. <laughs> yeah, talking talking about talking about that the uh, whole thing because. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's episode six, white fashion. We'll be back next week to talk about mm-hmm. episode seven, Trinity to the bone, and I, I already mm-hmm. got um got spoiled to somebody who shows up with that episode. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, I haven't watched it either. Okay. But but I, I'll go ahead and tell you who's in the episode. Um, Tom Hanks' son. Chet, the, the oh, one really? that the one that people don't like, <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> you know, not oh, okay. Not not Colin, the one that acts more like his dad, but Chet, mm-hmm. who tries to have that damn roster accent and all that type of stuff, and think he a rapper uh, and all this nonsense. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, he he's he's in this episode. Oh, so that that should be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to checking that one out. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, uh, anything you like to plug, sir? Just follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, Instagram DC Sports Fan Twenty Three, also at the Moneymaker Three Fifteen. My website, thecashingexperience dot com. Check that out as well. All right. Cool. Uh, for me, um, movie talk. Actually, I, I did. I had two episodes drop, and 
the span of a couple of days, actually, to end the month of April. Um, episode 248, where me and Zena talked mm-hmm. about our best and worst horror movie characters um, and everything, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun to do. And then uh, just uploaded episode 249, where me and Jeff uh, reviewed Street Smart, um, one with Christopher Reeves and Morgan Freeman. Like I told you, the one with Morgan Freeman plays a pimp. Um, and yeah, that's that's the movie that put Morgan Freeman on the map, actually, uh, which is ironic. Uh, so that's up now as well. Um, then I'm, I mean, we're getting into May, and and May I always dubbed that as May Action Month. So I got some movies that I'm going to be doing, some action movies um, that I'm looking forward to reviewing for the month of May. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. And oh. Pretty much wherever you listen to um, our podcast, I'm part of TV Zone Podcast Network. Wherever you listen to it, really appreciate if you could give us some five star reviews because that actually helps, you know, with the show, helps boost the show, get us more out there, get people even more knowledge about us. So we would really appreciate it over here on the TV Zone Podcast Network if you could do that. Just like I said, a little five-star review. If you want to leave comments, that's cool too, but the reviews would be really helpful for us and the network as well. Um, Until next time, peace. Peace out.